0: What is
1: up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Stay Hot. I'm Bladen Kirk, joined as always by my two favorite co-hosts of all time in Matthew Hour and Theo Ash. We have a great episode planned for you all today. Kind of low-key, we're going to do something we haven't done in a while, a listener mailbag episode. Just going to answer some questions that you guys called in to ask about. So before we get into all of that, Matt, Theo, how are you guys doing today?
2: How are you doing? It is your birthday. Yeah. <laughs> How are <laughs> your you birthday. doing? Well, okay. It we is this episode, 21st. This, e-
1: this episode will oh, come yeah. out on February 4th. Okay. Well, February it's your, 3rd, your birthday When now. we're recording it. It is my birthday. Yes. Um, I'd be doing a little bit better if we didn't have a winter vortex going on outside. But on the bright side, my classes got canceled today and tomorrow. So, silver lining, you know?
2: Yeah. So, that's a pretty big... I'll take that any day of the week. Snow outside... Classes canceled. I'd rather have the the snow day than than not. So I guess. But it's it's a birthday miracle.
1: Matt was gonna come down or come up from Cincinnati, but uh that's not happening. (laughs) There is no way you can drive in this. I can't even drive in this. Maybe you
2: can't. I maybe you can't.
3: No, it's it's really it's really (laughs) rough. It's like it's not snowing, it's like hail.
1: Oh but it's like like, inches and inches
2: of hail.
3: Like there's like
1: ice, like layers of ice on the road. It's like, it's literally impossible to drive through.
2: You want to know the temperature here in Phoenix? <laughs> nope. Am it's I like, going to be jealous? <laughs> oh yeah. It's like a perfectly sunny 70 something degree day as oh. it always is. So can't like relate sadly. Here so here I'm doing great as I am. I'm, I'm doing great window. as I am every day. <laughs> but yes, yes, it is my birthday anyway.
1: and it's a good time, but you know, just a reminder, everyone, subscribe to Stay Hot. I'm on YouTube. I'm on my knees begging y'all to subscribe to. It's my birthday. You're going to not subscribe on my you're, birthday. You're not going to
3: subscribe to the birthday boy.
1: You can't. Do Come that. on. Like, that's so disrespectful. You must so, <laughs> but, but, but it's about high time. Let's just hop into these questions. Um, I'm sure we're going to get plenty about, uh,
2: Joe Burrow being in the Super Bowl, but. <laughs> <laughs> Are they going to be questions or are they going to be confrontations? That's what I'm, <laughs> that's what I'm wondering. Is there a difference? No. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, let's get into them.
1: Oh, hey. My name is Hunter. I'm from Cincinnati.
2: Oh, I wonder what else And uh,
1: I just wanted to ask Theo Ash his thoughts on um, Ohio legend Joe Burrow. Thank you.
2: Oh, Wow. <laughs> That was fast this it, this is, what, what are my thoughts what are my specific sorry guys what are my thoughts on Ohio legend Joe Burrow uh Joe burrow uh he's a good quarterback you know he's a guy he's he's <laughs> he's a quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals look he's accurate uh, he has a lot of core strength that allows him to worm his way out of some sticky situations as we saw on, in the Chiefs game uh, every single outbreaking route he throws pretty much on the money. Uh, he diagnoses plays quickly and has good reaction time. So when something comes open, he, he pulls the trigger pretty quickly. His pocket presence is really good uh, to help him avoid some sacks that other quarterbacks would probably take again, like we saw on uh, in the Kansas City game. I would say that he's not even getting a lot of help from his coach and his offensive line. I would say Zach Taylor's plan is pretty much go routes to chase and no movement pre-snap and just like kind of the same stuff all the time. And the offensive line isn't helping it, helping him, but yet still they have a very good passing attack. So credit to him there. I think that that they have a lot more to do with it than than Zach Taylor and the coaching staff does, which isn't really the case for a lot of other Super Bowl teams. I would say Chase is helping out a lot, and and the the wide receiving core is helping out a lot. And and anytime there is a pass that's a little bit too high, T Higgins can go get, and Jamar Chase can maybe bail you, you out on some passes, but largely. Joe Burrow is playing very well. Uh he's very accurate. He's got I don't think he I still don't think he has this like elite cannon arm, but it's g- clearly good enough and uh yeah, he's he's a very good quarterback and a large reason why the Bengals are here in the Super Bowl.
1: You know, um, people are just going to narrow in on when you said, I don't think he has an elite cannon arm. And when you said, um, <laughs> when he sometimes throws passes a little too high, like just the, the little criticisms the here, there, the that's all criticisms. people, you're going to see that on like the, the next Bengals hype what, video. What do, you,
2: what do you mean Joe Burrow <laughs> didn't single-handedly carry them here by himself <laughs> and the defense and, and the wide receivers had? Been, How many other it. quarterbacks get the Bengals to the Super Bowl? I think a decent amount. I don't, I think really, I think, I think, I think there's very few that could
3: handle that pressure.
2: I think, do you think Dak gets them here? I don't, I think he might. I think Dak does. I think it's questionable. I think it's always questionable. I mean, if you change it a couple, they're very like, I don't know. They're, they're a very, I wouldn't say a, a luck based team, but they're a very variance based team with all the, the shots that they take, you know? So I, I think Dak would be capable of of taking this team to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I do. Um, I don't know. I think it's, my question I think, is: I think Burrow's I, uh, strengths fit
3: the weaknesses of the Bengals better than Dak's.
2: That that could be true. Um, but I th- yeah, it it's scheme does matter a lot. Is like if you switched Lamar and Joe Burrow, is Joe Burrow can Joe Burrow win MVP in that system in Jim Harbaugh's? No, I don't think he can. Can Lamar? handle that kind of pressure and, and I guess Lamar doesn't have great play calling either, but you know, it, it, it's, it's tough to say, I think. Um, my thing is like, I, I asked the question a couple days ago, could Matt Ryan, would the, the, would the Bengals be in a severely different place with Matt Ryan, who I think has yes. kind of similar strengths and weaknesses um, and is dealing with a similarly horrible offensive line in, in Atlanta without the the great wide receiving core like could could i think they'd be maybe not in the super bowl maybe they don't come back against the the chiefs but i think they might still be in the afc championship game with matt ryan but you know the super bowl in the afc championship i think championship if matt ryan gets sacked difference. 9
1: times he's not winning that game
2: i don't know if matt ryan gets sacked 9 times is the thing I, I don't know matt ryan and joe burrow joe burrow graduated from an alex smith comp to like a matt ryan comp who won a won an MVP award and I believe could be a hall of famer and through for like 4,000 yards and however many straight seasons. I, that's my upgraded, uh, uh, but even Burrow is a little bit more mobile than Matt Ryan ever was. So maybe you could be even better than peak Matt Ryan, but I don't know. I, I don't, I guess I don't know. I, I think it's, it's not all Burrow, but like that it's defense and, and that wide receiving core, but it's, it's not more than half the league. It's, it's probably like, eight or maybe nine quarterbacks maybe maybe somewhere from like six to eight
1: i can get behind six to eight like it's (laughs) tricky it's tricky because it's like oh you throw a different quarterback in there that doesn't have the same chemistry with like jamar and all of a sudden it's a totally different offense
3: when we're asking a question like this if you're like well no because they wouldn't know anybody there and they wouldn't be we're excusing well, that and we're excusing like <laughs> for instance if Joe Burrow was on the Ravens well the Ravens wouldn't run the scheme they run now with Lamar it would be different yeah
2: so it's kind of a futile question in my opinion i don't know i think burrow is always, like, always go this way with brady retired burrows i think a top 10 quarterback for sure um, so that's that's what I feel
1: I imagine him. we will get another question on is about brady's <laughs> retirement considering that's something we haven't really talked about yet um, but let's hop into the next question. I think we've kind of exhausted the Burrow combo.
2: Hey, guys. It's
1: uh, Aiden from Indiana. I've called in a couple times about Colts-related things, and I'm going to call in for another one. Um, what do you guys think is the best way for the Colts
2: to improve this offseason? Um, I think it's to get rid of Carson Wentz. I don't know who the starting quarterback would be. I think getting rid of him would make us better. Uh, so I want to know what you guys I uh, have got cuz I don't have a lot of
3: hope right now. Thanks. That's uh yeah, I, that's an interesting question. I would ag- I would agree. I'd say that getting rid of Carson Wentz is the best way to improve. And I don't think he played that bad that that terribly, but there's some you look at like where the Colts are right now um, with you know we were talking about earlier in the year, oh they're competitive and well, you know every game they play or whatever, but what holds them back? Well, it was It was Carson Wentz, and the fact that you couldn't trust him—that we didn't trust him to go win four games. But if Carson Wentz could just hold his own, the Colts are very scary. If you have a chance to go trade for Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers or a significant upgrade at quarterback, that's the thing to do. Because we were talking about earlier in the year how Carson Wentz was not terrible, but part of the problem.
1: Yeah, yeah, they they really do um, just need. Go ahead, (laughs) Blake. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think, Matt, you kind of hit that right on the money. It's, it really is just a problem of like, it, it's a very similar situation. I think the Rams were in, you know, a year ago with golf, not to the same extreme where like golf, that team was a Super Bowl team and like golf was absolutely holding them back from that. But this Colts, is, this Colts team is like a very plausible deep playoff team. We saw them potentially going to the AFC championship if they could get to the playoffs, but it's just like, when I when I think about Carson Wentz and what he did this year, it was an improvement and I like what I saw. But if this is the closest that we're gonna get to you know peak Carson Wentz, then yeah, you gotta you gotta move on.
2: Yeah, they need more high-end talent in a lot of areas. Like it's not just Wentz. It's like everywhere you look, they're solid. Like the defense, the secondary is solid, but who is the game changer, you know? Like who is the guy in the secondary that you put on the best the best wide receiver and you feel comfortable with that like kenny moore is a really nice player but it's like yeah. he's he's not probably ever going to be like an all pro type of dude you know or you know there's buckner and and darius leonard those two are like two elite players but outside of those guys and taylor and Quentin nelson i guess those are four but like the wide receiving core Pittman he's all right you know Pittman's a good guy, but is he a centerpiece? You know, there's. Well, I, they could be, I guess that
1: brings a, up. I guess that brings up the question of like team building. Then, where it's like yeah. when you look at their centerpieces, right? It's Jonathan Taylor, um, Quentin Nelson, and who's the linebacker now? I can't. Uh, uh, Darius Leonard. Darius Leonard. Leonard. Yes, those are their centerpieces, right? Whereas you look at other teams, like the Bengals, for example, they're in the Super Bowl right now. Their centerpieces are. You know, offensively, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, and then defensively, I guess you could say Jesse Bates, right? Those are their centerpieces.
2: And Reader. Yeah, Reader. Reader counts. But, re,
1: but I Trey would say Reader counts, but like Bates was the anticipated centerpiece of that defense. Fair, So, yeah. And it's just like, when, when you look at like, and it's the, kind of the same thing with the Rams, right? The Rams, centerpiece, Stafford, kind of Cup, but Cup wasn't really anticipated in the same way that Stafford was. Um, and then defensively, Donald. And Ramsey, and Kyle like and you, you, I don't know, I just feel like you don't you don't see a lot of like deep Super Bowl teams building running back, offensive line, linebacker. It's like that inside out 49ers. style. Yeah, but did they win?
2: <laughs> no, they didn't win. Tampa Bay, kind of. I mean, they were yeah. they were really good in the trenches, and I don't know. There's a lot of different ways to build a team. All right, it's not just you need a great quarterback, right? And you need great wide receivers. That might be the easiest way to do it. But like, it's just hard to be like, oh, here's a great quarterback. Now, I think training for Rodgers is a real possibility for them. Um, but if you can't get Rogers, I think it comes down to shoring up the secondary. I think getting a better pass rush because Buckner is a good defensive tackle for sure. Um, but like Pay and 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 Muhammad, it's they're they're all fine. It's there's just a lot of fine everywhere outside of like three guys on that team every no no glaring holes it's just all fine so you've got you just got to add maybe a little bit more athleticism and just more speed and more just oomph to that roster if you can't get the quarterback like draft some freaks all right pay pay was a good start and you hope he takes another uh step but just add add some more like speed that like they need a a speed they need a field strategy ty's all right but he's not really the guy he was like get some speed on that roster, I think, and just some athleticism because, like, especially in the secondary because, like, Rhodes and I saw Sadeo getting time this year, <laughs> which uh, you know a lot about. Uh, yeah, so I would just, yeah, definitely quarterback and, and adding a little bit of, I think, like, speed and, and high-end athleticism to that roster would uh, would go a long way as well.
1: Matt, did you have something you wanted to say? I thought, oh, no, I'm all good. Oh, Okay. All right, I think that I think that kind of exhausts that one. Let's move on to question number three. What's up, it's Thomas?
2: I'm from Minnesota, and I love your guys' podcast. Love you guys do. Keep it up. Now I was just wondering, what is everyone's favorite jersey of all time? Doesn't matter the sport, doesn't matter the era. Favorite jersey of all time. Thank you.
0: Ooh, the
3: 2013 Miami Heat white hot all white jerseys.
2: Okay. Those are sick.
3: That's a good choice.
2: I'm also going to choose a Miami team. I'm going to go with the <laughs> Dolphins throwbacks. All right. The the ones with the Dolphin with the helmet on. The the teal and orange Dolphins throwbacks I think are, are absolutely beautiful.
1: Oh, this is tough. I want to go with the um, the Miami Vice jerseys. I do like those a lot. Um but because Matt already said the Miami Heat, I'm gonna go with the um the baby blue Chargers.
3: Those okay. are Ooh, the solid. Navy Chargers jerseys are up there. The Navy ones are nice
1: me. too, but like I'm thinking uh, like uh, no, those, vintage jerseys. Chargers Chargers <laughs> like, I've got a
2: full <laughs> list I think I made on Medium a while ago. They're not ranking every jersey, but I think it was like each team's best jersey ranking those from like best to worst, and it's like hockey, baseball, yeah. basketball, and um, football. And I think I,
1: I I will say, I don't like watching baseball, but like I do like baseball jerseys. I do think they look kind of clean.
2: I th- what did I have? I love the Oakland Athletics um that that green, that shade of green they have. Um I like the Toronto Blue Jays baby blue jerseys a lot in baseball. The Dodgers have some really clean uniforms. Those are my the baseball ones that stick out. Honorable mention is the Kachina jerseys with the coyote playing hockey that the arizona coyotes have i have a sweatshirt with that logo that i wear all the time i love that logo that's an honorable mention and of course
1: the the miami redhawks the greatest jerseys of all time um
3: <laughs> oh the the other one if you haven't seen this one look it up the 2008 bobcats and nascar night jerseys are. Hilarious.
2: i know what you're talking about uh, <laughs> those <yeah>. are horrible <laughs> <laughs> Those are awesome. Those are awesome. They're they're awesome in a they're a horrible type of way. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I also love the Detroit Red Wings red Red Wings jerseys. I love the logo with yeah. the tire. Cameron from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. What about the, uh, for a reason? The
1: Washington Commanders.
3: You know, <laughs> well,
1: I've gotten used to
2: them already. I don't know a
3: little bit. I don't know. I still think the gradient's bad. I still think the stupid w on the front of that the is, helmet
2: just look it just looks weird yeah i would say they have those white uniforms right and the shade of red is wrong and it bothers me a little bit it's not burgundy i would be mad if the packers released like an alternate jersey and used like lime green like this is like a, a, a red it's not like a maroon yeah. like a washington maroon that's that's kind of my main problem with the one all black uniforms, I almost always dislike because I think they're lazy. Yeah, like, Same with all white uniforms. I, I just, love like, all it's black like,
1: and all white.
2: Yeah, that's why everyone does. That's why I kind of think they're lazy. It's like they're just they're just are a you, safe. My like, my PC sack oh, all, black, segments, oh, all,
1: all black everything. You
2: know it's, they look. Yes, the uh, like, all black ones are sick. fine. Yeah. Cocaine white. The all white. I don't know that the the the, the, old, the the football team uniforms were better. Like they're yes. not the worst yes. things in the world, I guess, yeah. but. They're. I, I think they down. I,
1: I do think we're also like at a point where it's like all the focus is on that, so we're like dissecting it really hard. But maybe when it's yeah, on the field, look, we, it'll probably be fine.
3: Like it'll I hated those Hornets fine. jerseys, and they they look fine on the court.
1: Yeah, like
2: there's not really a jersey that I absolutely hate seeing on the field except for all gray jerseys those are my yeah. i despise gray which is what i thought the all black washington ones <laughs> Do you were just first, hate anything
1: that's monochromatic
2: <laughs> yeah it's boring to me i'd rather see some see some color in there uh, uh but especially the, the
3: worst the worst jersey i can think of like a f- where i'm like that's offensively bad was the jaguar's gradient helmet
2: that was yeah really that, was pretty okay, that was bad. i remember really- the color rush when they went when they came in the all brown with the gradient yeah helmets. it's like it's
3: like the all gold but it's not quite gold it was like,
2: like a muddy color but it
3: was a little bit off so where it's just bad oh, and they oh. played the titans <laughs> i remember this very specifically in the i room, remember like that very
2: blue yes Yes. Whenever I think of like Thursday night football, that game comes to mind. <laughs> that's like the pinnacle of like why is we watching this every Thursday night. It's just like ugly and bad. Anyway, that's some of our we kind of doubled tangent there with our yeah. favorite and our least. You got favorite. a two for
1: one. Moving on to question number four. It's like a four for four from Wendy's.
2: Hi, my name's Caden. I'm from Michigan. My question for you guys is: If you had to build uh, NBA starting five. Out of only NFL players, what five are you guys picking? Miles okay, Garrett. Um Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett's not a bad choice. Who is uh was it Mo Alley Cox who played basketball in college? I think he's one. Can we use retired I, players? I, no. That's cheating. Maybe you can,
3: okay, you can use retired players at their current age. <laughs> mm, Jimmy Graham? So no. I,
1: I might still take Jimmy Graham. <laughs>
2: Jimmy Graham's not Maybe. a bad choice.
1: I, that's what I was. I was like,
2: <laughs> going back to Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow was asked. I can't remember when he was asked it. He said he could average 15 in the NBA. And honestly, at this point, I'm sick of like totally hating on the guy. So I might just take right. him. And so Joe him. <laughs> Burrow's our point
1: guard. Joe Burrow's our point guard. <laughs> Miles Garrett's the small forward. Um, Jimmy Graham's what our power forward probably. Who do we want at shooting guard
2: and center? oh i don't know oh Devonte adams oh my god watch Devonte adams okay, dunk okay, highlights okay. watch it i'm taking him at like shooting guard that okay. guy would was doing like windmill through the legs dunks in in high school i feel like he's kind of dirty um i'm thinking like of like movement some skills receivers. i'm trying to think of like who's football maybe maybe AI. odell
1: maybe odell would be nice
2: yeah i'm thinking of like Kadarius tony or like just someone shifty. Do you I think Kadarius Tony
1: has dribble moves?
2: <laughs> I don't know, but he. Like, I he
1: don't has care how fast moves. you can
3: move your feet if you can't move the ball. <laughs> well, you can still just like
1: run, run off ball. I guess. Yeah. Oh man, I really don't know who else I would.
2: Yeah, I can't say. Maybe I
1: guess Jimmy Graham would end up being the center because I don't think we can find anyone bigger than that.
2: Who's the tallest Did you watch? Uh, did you see the thing of Justin Herbert uh, playing basketball at a rec center, like against kids? Oh and just yeah, I did. All right, we'll go. Him, on <laughs> I saw a video of him playing basketball. All right, all right basketball. so so
3: Joe Burrow, point guard, uh, Devontae no, Adams. Herbert was kind of nice, wasn't he? He was like a, a like a serious recruit at one
2: point. He may have. So maybe that wasn't Burrow wasn't, Herbert, Burrow. wasn't Burrow? Burrow oh. Herbert front court, and then we'll go with. Uh, <laughs> on the Devonte Jimmy Graham and Miles Garrett in the back uh front or front court yeah front court back court yeah 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 I think that's, that's what I'd go with but I well, there's probably a better answer than that
1: There probably is but well, that was
2: just off the dome we we're just there like was so much, someone
3: we're forgetting or it's like how can you forget him
2: Yeah there definitely watch Josh is. McCown basketball highlights <laughs> <laughs> Seriously I'm not kidding Is he good Also, yeah look up his combine numbers he's the second most athletic quarterback ever behind Cam Newton I'm not kidding Look at his combine numbers. Yeah, he played
3: Josh McCown.
2: Yeah, yeah, he played receiver, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He's ridiculously he did play athletic. Receiver, that's right. If I've we were gone. if we were going like prime, I'd take Josh McCown as in my basketball lineup. But I'm not kidding about
1: that. But at his Burrow's current probably age, the weak
2: link here. You think Burrow's the
1: weak link? <laughs> I don't know, I'm know. I you, might be you, you, up. you cannot possibly escape the Burrow hate allegations. If you keep, I don't doing know. This. I'm just saying.
2: I haven't seen him play basketball. You just but saying... Like, Joe okay. Burrow believes he'd average 12 to 15 points per game in the NBA. But,
1: but you didn't have to say he'd be the weak link. <laughs> like yeah, I, d- I just, I guess
2: i I haven't <laughs> seen him play. I know he played, but I haven't. The other guys, I've seen them play. Okay.
1: Didn't Burrow also play in high school? I thought I could have swore he was a hooper.
3: I think I made up the Justin Herbert thing, or maybe saw it about somebody else because I'm looking it up now and I can't find it.
2: He was first team all Ohio, Joe Burrow. So yeah, no, maybe, maybe Herbert's the weak link. I just saw him throw down against those kids. So maybe Justin Herbert's the weak link. Yeah.
1: All right. But yeah, so, Joe Burrow
2: was first team all Ohio. So why not? Yeah, I was
1: about to say. All right. So that's our, that's our starting five. Uh, how many games do you think we win?
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> we could beat the magic. <laughs>
1: <laughs> could beat the magic. Not beating the Cavs, that's for sure. But No. Moving on to question number five. Um, You know you can get for $5 a biggie bag from Wendy's.
3: Hi, this is Ethan. I'm from Boston, Massachusetts. (laughs) The question I had was if you guys were going to start an NFL franchise
1: with one non-quarterback player, um, who would you start it with? And this could be taking age into consideration or regards of age. So, like, someone in their 30s would still be valuable. Thanks. All right. Do we want to do both? Do one with age in consideration and one regardless of age, or do I you think it matters say one exactly without
2: why? age? Just because, like, if you're starting something, you'd want I a guess young that's guy. Fair. Yeah. I mean, without age, it would probably be. More, more, I mean, it would. I guess you non could do quarterbacks, yeah. non quarterbacks. Yeah. Anyway, you guys go. You guys go. I think I might have my answer.
1: Are we? Are we? Are only players that are in the league now. Did he mention if they could
3: be? Are we taking into account? like contract.
2: Let's not. Let's pretend yes. there's okay. no contract They will be situation. a rookie
1: and you know how good they become.
2: No, let's just go their current age. But once you get them, you just, they're just on your team. Like the contract. Let's not worry about money. Let's just okay. take a young player that we think is really good that you would start your whole franchise with. <sighs>
1: Non quarterback.
2: I'll go first. I might say Jamar Chase.
1: I was thinking about that's, that. Or, that, or Justin Jefferson. Pick.
2: Both of them would be really good. Chase has just really been pick. so unbelievably valuable to the Bengals, I feel like, just with how he creates explosives because there weren't any on that team last year. And then all of a sudden, once he shows up, he creates like multiple every single game. So and he's super young. But Jefferson might be even a a more he might be even better than Chase is, and he's only like a year older. So I think it might be one of those two.
1: They're both
3: really good. Oh man. What's what's the kicker's name for
2: Cincinnati? (laughs) Evan McPherson.
1: Evan McPherson. McPherson. (laughs) Honestly, that's not a that's not even like a bad choice. He's been super lucky for them. (laughs) <laughs> it's. A, it's a, I,
3: I'm not gonna lie to you, man. It's a pretty bad choice.
1: No, it's not. He's been. Uh, good. He is great.
3: He's been really good. I'm just saying he he's gonna struggle to have the impact of. Uh, do you, you know, do know how Garrett. many kickers fold under that kind of pressure? A lot.
1: We've seen kickers that have had great careers up until big moments. So, so are you
3: play. going, Evan McPherson? No, <laughs> I'm just saying. Why not? Not the worst. <laughs>
2: Why why are you going why are you, Don't you want to make kicks? Why are you picking him and then immediately advocating how dumb the pick is?
1: That's what I'm saying.
2: The other guys I would consider We all know, Miles, the, we all know the right choice
1: is Miles Garrett.
2: Miles Garrett would be high, high, high on my list. He's only 26 still. Miles Garrett's um, amazing. Edge rushers are, are super, super valuable and, and something to build around. He's high on my list. He's a
1: he's a threat. <laughs>
2: Micah Parsons just, is another really good choice for oh, this. I feel like
1: Micah would be. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think about. I'm trying to think about someone that just like totally breaks your game plan, and it's like Miles Garrett, T.J. Watt, Micah Parsons,
2: Trayvon. Diggs. I guess Jamar. <laughs> just kidding, not Trayvon. Diggs. I mean, how old is Aaron Donald? I think he's thirty. Uh, yeah. I'm going Miles. I got to got to uh, stick by my Browns. It's not a bad choice. I'd probably go with Chase Jefferson or Micah Parsons. I would Yeah. Yeah. And
1: then Matt's going Evan McPherson. Um <laughs> <laughs> Even though he hates his own
3: pick. <laughs> I'd probably I'd probably go Parsons. I think that Parsons is a good pick. He's Yeah, no. He's, maybe maybe Chase does have a little bit bigger like Jefferson has a little bit bigger of an impact, but Parsons is really versatile on defense. Like I could build the rest of my defense and he could do a couple different things and I'd feel comfortable. So he doesn't lock me into any one thing. And then I also trust myself to get another good receiver more than I trust myself to get a player like Micah Parsons.
2: I agree. Wide receivers are a little bit easier to find than, than Micah Parsons, you know, like there's how many top 10 wide receivers are there? There's like 25. There's not that many elite (laughs) linebackers. And it's like, Part of part of like being a great wide receiver is also having players. a good part of having a great wide receiver is also having like a good quarterback to throw to them, Whereas with Parsons, you kind of don't need to find that other guy, yeah. so you just get th- what's advertised and maybe not something that's a little bit more situation dependent. I think that's, that's kind of the
1: same the, thing with like any elite defender. Is yeah. just they're just they can just totally take. It's like uh, AJ Terrell. Yeah, Like AJ Terrell would be another guy where it's just like, oh, he can just lock down one side of the field by himself. Cool. Don't have right. to worry about
2: it. He's not a bad pick either. So, but I'm, I'm going to take Chase or Jefferson and flip a coin, I guess. I I think Jefferson Rain is a, still maybe even a little little tiny bit better than the Jeff- Chase. I, I, I get that Jef- Jefferson has that
1: route running in him that yeah. Chase doesn't quite have. But yeah. Chase is also just a freak, so it doesn't really matter. But yes. I would say that's good. You know what? I'll you know what Jefferson. else is a. You know what else is a really good fresh pick. Who I'm afraid, he- Hello I Fresh, because Stay Hot, <laughs> is, <laughs> because yeah. Stay Hot is now sponsored by none other than Hello Fresh, America's number one meal kit. You know, with HelloFresh, you get the fresh, pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. HelloFresh lets you skip those trips to the grocery store, especially during a, a winter vortex, if you're going through that right now. Makes home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why I said, you know, it's America's number one meal kit for a reason. Cut out the stressful meal planning, grocery store trips. You can just enjoy cooking and get to eating in like 30 minutes or less. Also, it's HelloFresh, 30% cheaper than shopping at your grocery store, plus you get to skip all the checkout lines. And uh, you can try their quick and easy meals, 15 to 20-minute dinners, breakfast on the go, 10-minute lunches, and HelloFresh Market, perfect if you have a crazy class schedule. I mean, normally I do, but I just got two days off for free. Let's get it. Um, you can enjoy restaurant-quality meals for less in the comfort of your own home, and HelloFresh's gourmet recipes like the balsamic fig sirloin are over 72% cheaper than the average restaurant meal. You know, like, I love me some cereal. I'm probably going to have some after this. But you know what I'm going to have after that? Some
3: HelloFresh. It's great. You powered through that like a champ.
1: I really do. I, I'm I'm getting really good at this ad. And... um I think I'm going to try and make it longer next time. But just as a reminder to everyone, go to HelloFresh.com slash StayHot16 and use code StayHot16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. That's HelloFresh.com slash StayHot16 and use the code StayHot16. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Um I love how on Twitter, everyone's like now <laughs> saying that they're gonna use code stayhot 16, but like they're gonna spell out 16 um, <laughs> after I like <laughs> tried to make clear that you shouldn't make. do that. Um, because apparently it was like obvious <laughs> that you shouldn't do that.
0: I'm just trying to like cover all my bases. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed.
1: Well, I think we can just hop right into question number six, unless you guys want to talk about HelloFresh some more. I'm done to do that. <laughs>
3: I think you covered everything I wanted to say, so. Listen, man,
1: if you're not doing, uh, I got my sister to buy HelloFresh. I should just be like the 10-year-old spokesman. Yes, the 11-year-old
3: she, she
2: got her hello fresh. yes
1: <laughs> she saw the Cook she saw
3: the, <laughs> i mean she got no way good, she, 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 where did she went, she went the money? promo code stay hot 16, no she she went how could she not she
1: went to my mom and she was like can we get hello fresh and my mom called me she's like did you tell your sister to get hello fresh and i was like no i just posted like a tiktok about it i guess she saw it
2: so she didn't like have to use her weekly allowance to buy it. <laughs> allowance. She <laughs> it doesn't like even get an allowance. Saving I don't know. I yeah, I mean, she has, she has like Fresh. a piggy bank, but
1: no, she did not, <laughs> not pay anymore, for it's it's break it. Open. It's all spent <laughs> on HelloFresh. <laughs> it's all spent on HelloFresh, which is a great investment.
2: Um, <laughs> it is a great investment. You did great her a favor. Investment. Better beats school yes. lunch by a lot.
1: <laughs> beats, it does. Absolutely it does. Um, but let's all hop right. into question number six. <laughs>
3: Hi, hey, this is Austin. Uh, I'm from Iowa, and I'm a lifelong Chicago sports fan. And while things with the Bulls are going pretty good right now, um, everything with the Bears makes me very sad, and I don't see any light at the end of the tunnel. Um, so if you could give me some advice on that, that would be great. Thank you. Okay.
1: All right. I don't know if you're asking like for advice on how to deal with the fact that the Bears are bad, or if you want to know like if there's any like hope that they get better. Um, as a Browns fan, um, my, the best advice I can give is cope. <laughs> like when we went one in fifteen and zero in sixteen, it was just like I just smiled through it.
2: That's it. I think. I think being a delusional person. Is what you need to be in these situations because with Bladen, yeah, you got a guy who always thought the Browns were just about to turn the corner. So there was just never. Oh a no, not just feeling. about to
1: turn. Every year I would predict them to be ten and six.
2: <laughs> so I think you got to start doing that, and just focus huh. on the Bulls. All right, let's focus. Like <laughs> Bears, you've got Fields, you got Eberflus. That, that let's 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 put that on the shelf for a maybe, and let's focus on. The Chicago Bulls, because the Chicago Bulls are, I think, contenders to potentially come out of the East. So let's just focus on that and put all your effort there until the Bears are good. That's a good yeah. idea.
1: Great <laughs> advice. Yeah. <laughs> it's he like the place.
2: Hornets.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's exa- exactly like that. But the Hornets aren't the ones in the East right now, like the Bulls. Um, right? That being said, I mean, the, and the Bears have more hope than the Panthers going forward. Um, they do so i just I just try to focus on the good things in life, and when it comes to the things I can't control, like the Panthers winning games, I
2: take a deep breath and I let it go Get into I know the white sox the Chicago White Sox made the playoffs uh this past year, so I don't know if like what how much of Chicago roots for them and how much root how many root for the Cubs, but you know, think about the white sox I don't know if the Cubs are even any good, but uh I know they were kind of in a rebuild, but, you know, focus on the teams that are good. And until the Bears are, are good, try not to get a two. And think about Aaron Rodgers retiring or, or being mad or whatever is going to happen with him. He probably won't be with the Packers next year. And I know Bears fans love to hear that. So think about the downfall <laughs> of the Packers. Think about Jim Harbaugh not going to the Vikings and think about the Chicago Bulls. And all of a sudden, it's not too bad to be a lifelong Bears fan. <laughs> that was
1: a that was a really good throw in of your your Twitter bit.
2: <laughs> oh, it's not a bit. I am a lifelong Bears fan.
1: <laughs> Theo Ash NFL, lifelong bear. What is your most recent Twitter bit? Um
2: the Oh, Kent, after the after Kent Mullins my witness Kent protection Mullins. name after the Bengals <laughs> punched their tickets to the Super Bowl. <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: it, that what that and is? Then I, that's what my, my witness protection name, Kent Mullins, going into hiding. I might have to break it out again if uh, they win the Super Bowl. I'll have to go into hiding. Well,
1: for your sake, hopefully that doesn't happen. But uh, let's hop into question number seven.
2: Uh, how's it going, guys? Uh, this is Michael Ventura from Cleveland, Ohio. Go Browns, been. Um My question is, for the NFC South in the upcoming season since Brady retired, um, what do you guys think is going to come out of the NFC South, and why is it the Carolina Panthers,
3: Matt? No. Right, thank you guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it is the Panthers because
2: they're know, drafting with the, with
3: the whole drafting Ford
1: and whatnot. Yeah, Panthers are drafting Ford. It's all good. Like, all have good. you not been paying attention to the Stay Hot podcast?
3: The you know, Panthers probably. Are drafting it's all good. Probably still the Buccaneers what if yeah. it's like yeah it's like oh but they have Kyle Trask and what if Kyle Trask was just awful it's like maybe he is but what if they trade for like Gardner Minshew then would you feel like but the what Bucks if they just roll with Kyle slur? Trask
1: they drafted him in the second round
3: well, who's who's the eh. Saints quarterback
1: ja- uh not Jameis. Uh, Taysom Hill
3: <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> i would it could, say could be Jameis. Atlanta. Atlanta is the uh, Atlanta
2: was awful this year. They and didn't Atlanta win Calvin seven?
1: Ridley.
2: Yeah, but they were fraudulently seven Fro- wins. This was like a like, three okay. or four. Last win. year, last year I
1: said it. Last year Atlanta felt like a seven or eight win team, and they were dog shit. And this year they felt like they were dog shit, and they were you know kind of that middle of the pack team. Maybe they get some guys and like.
2: Maybe, yeah, yeah. If, well, if Atlanta gets not, some it, good players, then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, it's not a quarterback competition, all right? And from top to bottom, mm. the the Buccaneers still, I think, have the best roster in that division. Um, if Trask is an anchor, in my opinion, like Trask is, is not a quality NFL starter. So <laughs> you're going to have to upgrade that. And either he's good, but like they're not just going to go and. With him as yeah, the backup. Like, that's exactly like what they're I'm gonna, saying. Like Jimmy Garoppolo, Marcus Mariota, any of the rookies in this class. Like someone is going to be there that's not Trask. And Trask might still be there and he'll get a shot. But it is not going to be his job just with no competition. So someone like if he wins the competition, then maybe he's good. And I'm wrong, but he'll probably lose a competition to, to someone. So if, like if they Tyron can get a, Taylor or something, like there's right if so they can many just options get that could be the second best quarterback in the NFC South right now. Um. <laughs> Although if they can't pay Godwin and they can't obviously Antonio Brown's not going back there, it's just Evans. Yeah. So the offense will probably take a pretty substantial step back. No, they've still they're still losing a lot
3: of guys. Don't don't get it, it yeah, twisted. But their roster but, was so good that it's still going to be a good. But, I mean, it's it's. I can't not say that about a team like the Saints, even though I know they're gonna free up a bunch of money with restructures, yeah. and I can't say that about the Panthers, and I I don't really I don't really I'll know. That much into it. Going I looked on into, with the it, it, I looked
1: into it with the Saints. If they restructured everyone that they can restructure right now, they would save forty million, I believe.
3: I don't know if that's true. I feel like that
2: number is much, much higher. I think so, too. I, I saw one of the Saints beat writers breaking it down, and he made it seem pretty easy for them to get now, back on the court. All, all that, being that Saints- said,
3: all of like the Saints restructures, and we'll, be, we'll just restructure everything and it'll be fine. It's not that simple, and they still are going to get worse, in my opinion. But
2: Yes, they are. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. If they can do this, look, if they can get Jameis back, which is, I think, maybe about a 50-50 shot, I think they can win that division because they were five mm-hmm. and two with, with him or something like that. And if they promote Dennis Allen, the defense is mostly the same and it's been a really good defense for a couple years straight now. So you've got the really good defense. You've got the quarterback. Michael Thomas comes back. Alvin Kamara is still there. The offensive line is still okay. Even if you lose Toronto Armstead, which is probably what's going to be the big loss is Armstead. So maybe it is the saints still. You know, I don't think it'll be the Panther. I don't think it'll be the Panthers. But Even they're drafting if they do, Ford. If they draft Ford, it'll be all good. So maybe Wait, it will be the Panthers. The running back? The running back Ford. Uh, yes. <laughs> I don't know. I, my money right now would probably be on the Buccaneers because I still like that team if they can get a Jimmy G. If Arians retires fair. now and, Ooh. you know, they don't re-sign Godwin, maybe my answer changes, but... Right now I still think top to bottom the Buccaneers have a have a really nice team.
3: I'd say Buccaneers at 1, Saints at 2, Panthers at 3. Panthers at 3. I'll have some <laughs> faith cuz they could theoretically draft Jerome Ford and then
2: Falcons at 4. <laughs> Falcons at I'm gonna, 4. I'm going to I'm going to put some faith.
1: I'm going really. to put, put some faith in the Atlanta Falcons. I'm going to put some faith in the Atlanta Falcons. They're going to win the division. They're going to win the division. Panthers are drafting Ford. It's all good. They'll be second. Uh, The Buccaneers (laughs) will be third. And the Saints will be 0-17. I'll take that. There
2: we go. (laughs) There is a path to the Falcons being decent if Matt Ryan can still... I think Matt Ryan is, as I kind of said earlier in this podcast, I I think Matt Ryan is still a good quarterback. He very well could be the best quarterback in that division next year and i like peas their defensive coordinator if they can just get some talent for a defensive coordinator to work with you could yes. i could see them. i could see it but they've they've definitely they I mean, need wide they need, they need again they have no they have no they pass rusher
3: wrecker. it's they have, it's bad kyle pitts is the game wrecker on offense hopefully yeah, next
2: year yeah
1: but defensively, I mean, they have Terrell's Tyrell, a top five
2: corner. And yeah. so
1: it's it's possible, pieces, but I'm, I'm going to
2: lean Buccaneers right now, but that could definitely change.
1: I'm one to believe in the possible. Let's move on to question eight. You know what you can get for $8?
2: Two four for fours from <laughs> Wendy's. With all the Wendy's references. I like Wendy's, mm-hmm. man. It's a mid fast food place.
3: Hey, this is Chase. Uh, I'm from. Atlanta. Oh. Um, I just have a question about Trey Young.
2: I see a lot of people saying he doesn't deserve to be an all star starter. Like, a lot of people are putting, um, what's his name? I can't think of it now. Is that Levine over him for the starter. I just
3: wanted to see y'all's take on that. Uh, cause I, I just think he deserves to be one, especially after the
2: winning stretch he just went on. I know we just lost to the Raptors, but, uh, it was close a close game. I feel like we're gonna stretch it out and make a playoff at least So, let me know what y'all think.
3: Because he's Ice Trey, man. Nothing else to it. I don't remember if I had him as a starter on my list. Probably I did. I might have had DeRozan as like a forward, which he's technically not. And then I had Trey as a starter. So, yeah, he should be a starter. He's like running one of the most efficient or one of the best offenses in the league. Um, And I know the defensive struggles are there, but he creates as much offense as pretty much any other player in the league. Um, And that Hawks team is is good. They've got some solid guys around him, but it's not like he's got some other star there who's carrying, you know, a big portion of the workload. It's, it's a lot of him. So it's tough with the Hawks being so bad. If you want to say he's not a starter because of that, fair enough, but I think I had him as one.
2: Yeah, no, my, my guards were Trey young, Derozan, Levine, Harden, and then in the flex position, I had Ball and Garland, and I think Trey Young has an argument of the best guard there for sure. Um, Hawks are on a little bit of a winning streak here recently. I think when the voting maybe happened, the Hawks were underperforming a little bit. Uh, so there's that. Is is he an All Star starter? Is he? Did he get snubbed for that?
3: Yeah, I think so. Yeah,
2: so I think probably the team underperforming had a lot to do with that. Um, but now since they're winning a couple more games, I mean, Trey has been the guy the whole time and we've been high on Trey the whole time. I went as far as to call him like the best point guard in the league, like way prematurely. (laughs) Like last year I said he had a case for it. I've been high on Trey since I
1: picked the Hawks to, uh.
2: You did pick the Hawks. You picked the Hawks to make the run and you picked the Bengals in the, to beat the Chiefs last round and you called the Bates interception, which didn't technically Uh, happen, but yeah. Man,
1: when I saw Bates go up, I was like, no, no fucking way. <laughs> and then he, <laughs> he tipped it to helped. Von Bell. He made the play. He made the play. That's good enough for me.
2: The catch is the yeah.
3: play, man. Mm,
1: but if he isn't there, the interception doesn't happen.
2: Yeah, no, I definitely I think Trey Young way. has a has a very strong argument for the best guard in the East. I think that the fact that he didn't make it is more that the Hawks were underperforming at the time of the voting more than anything else and i think that's part of the problem with the fan vote uh but yeah if you're an atlanta hawks fan you should definitely be mad about that snob i i think so not crazy all right. at all to say that
1: you heard it here first from the stay hot podcast be angry um, be angry mo- be angry be mad moving on to question nine so we can be happy
2: be i'm glad. mad as hell and i'm not <laughs> gonna take it anymore
1: hey this is max from charlotte north carolina and I just wanted to ask you guys about how the Warriors are set up for the future and set up really to win now. Um, they have a good young core, and they proved that last night with the comeback against the Spurs. Um, and I wanted to know if you guys still think they should trade those young assets uh, like you thought they should have traded them as picks so that Curry can win now, or do you think they can be competitive in – both eras uh as in curry era and post curry era thank you guys
3: i've gone a little bit back and forth on this it's tough because i like their young guys too i like kaminga a lot um
0: and they're already
3: so good it's like well perfect we can have a future and we don't need to do it now um but if you do, if you don't win it all, you're going to be sitting there saying we did not do everything we could to win another title with Curry and Kaminga. Ba- and again, as soon as Curry's out of his prime, unless Curry's in his prime so long that those young guys develop and become serious contributors by the time, you know, maybe, maybe they do. Maybe they develop really quickly or whatever, but. Um, but you're going to immediately be looking for somebody to be that good again. And you just don't like the number of guys who are as good as Curry. And you almost always need somebody at that level to win a championship is so low. Your odds of getting a guy like that are so low. Not going all in with one of them is a, a tough pill to swallow.
1: I mean, I the way I see it is this is a very similar thing that the Rams, not in terms of like... Yeah. Not in terms of like, oh, they're trying to win now and in the future, but like risky process. And if it pays off, you can be like, well, it paid off. But like, if it doesn't, well, then you're screwed. So I don't know. You know, we can sit here and bash the process. But if it works, I mean, there's not a whole lot, you know, we can really say
3: about it. The, The difference is that in the NBA, risky process is the way you do things. There are so
1: so you don't really have like, a choice, right? So you have it's to like the Rams. The Rams are one of
3: a kind. Nobody's doing what the Rams they are doing. Nobody else is. I mean, there's teams that will trade away a couple first round draft picks for a really b- great player and try to go for it. There's teams that will go trade for a quarterback. That's a little bit different. There's nobody who does. And in the NBA, there is absolutely every yeah. every single contending team is at a disadvantage if they don't go and do that because yes. the Nets will do it. The Lakers will do it. Yeah. So I don't know with the Warriors it's like if you if you lose and you lose out on Curry's prime because you wanted to build for the future and you don't get a player who can lead you to a championship which again there's like 12 of them in the last 40 years who've won 35 of the major, you know, of, of the finals. You're going to be kicking yourself and you'll be good but you'll have cost yourself a championship. So
2: I almost wonder if the fact that they've won so many times before. Oh Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Cause they've like, you say, Oh, Curry's prime. Like you're, you're missing a chance in Curry's prime. It's like Curry has done a lot in his, prime. (laughs) like Curry has won a (laughs) lot of rings in his prime. So it's, I wonder if it's almost like, well, Curry's prime has already been taken advantage of to agree. We feel comfortable with let's, let's keep that core together, but like, we've all done a lot of winning around here. We don't need to win one again to totally save... We'd almost rather keep the legacy we have right now and not win another one with this core and, like, be set up well to keep going into the future than let's risk it all, go from, like, what do they have, four rings to five rings and then be on the brink of getting fired in two years. You know, it. it I wonder... You, okay. Yeah, here's the question: I don't know. How long I do, do you think the fact Curry that they won left. before?
1: How long do you? Well, think he's thirty-three.
2: Curry has he's, 33. Left. he's thirty-three. How old is LeBron? I mean, LeBron's what? 37? Thirty-seven. Yeah. yeah. And he's still incredibly good. All right. So, you know, obviously LeBron's a freak of nature, but Curry's kind of a freak of nature too, and as a game that could age very well, right? Like Curry's Curry's shooting probably is, isn't is really going anywhere. So you may have another three or four years of some really high-level play from Steph Curry. And keeping a superstar around for three or four years is probably harder to do than keeping the young core around for three or four years. So, so, I, don't so know, I, guess I wouldn't I guess blame my them for not for making a trade that, at right? this point.
1: If, if you go all in and you win now, when right, you trade every... Thing, does that create an expectation to keep winning?
2: Well, the, yeah, you're the Warriors.
1: Well, yeah, <laughs> the I mean, is the but, Warriors, if, but if they don't win now, then there's not that expectation,
3: right? I, I don't think they're choosing not to make a big well, trade yeah, because not they don't like, want the expectation of winning. I think that yeah. what it is, is that the team is so goddamn expensive. It costs sure. so much money. They're ridiculous. (laughs) So any big trade they make for a player would either be like a Miles Turner, who they then have to pay ridiculous money to keep. And if you trade your young guys for him, you have to pay stupid money for him. And against the luxury tax, it's going to be like an extra $5 per dollar you pay him. And it'll end up costing you like over $50 million a year minimum to keep Miles Turner. (laughs) Right. And money's not unlimited. Or you can go try to trade for somebody and match the salary who's already getting paid a lot. But then you only have really four guys who are getting paid big money on the Warriors. Curry, I'm not trading him. Draymond Green, I'm not trading him. Andrew Wiggins, I'm probably not trading him unless it's for like a superstar. And Klay Thompson. And yeah, like I would maybe consider, there's probably a, a decent amount of players. If you don't trust Klay Thompson to come back healthy, you would consider trading him for, but you, you can't. You, they're not They're not trading Clay Thompson to, and their young guys to form some super... They're just not... They're kind of maxed out they're, with the money. The, the benefit of the young guys is that they're also not expensive. And Kaminga and Moody are starting to play good. more. And they're good. And I really like Kaminga. I really think he's going to be great.
2: Yeah, and they're good. Mantel. That's the other thing. Like, we were thinking, oh, they're not going to get... Her. If you keep your pick, Warriors, you have this high pick with a contending team... You got to be careful because you may not win a ring in either era. That's what we were concerned about. Yeah, that guy's saying maybe you ring a win a ring in both eras if you keep the core together. You know, I don't know. I I I would keep them together at this point. Uh,
1: If you you can win in both eras, you you keep them together. Risky process works out. There's nothing wrong with that. We have one more question. We have one more question. Yes. Moving on to question number
2: ten. Hi, my name is Mikey Cleaver. I'm from Columbia, Missouri, M-I-Z, uh, and I'm a fan of the New York football giants. Uh, I would just like to know what your guys' opinions are on the Dable hire and how long it will take for him to turn the ship around. Thanks. I I mean, the Dable hire has gotten so crazy with the, with the Flores controversy. Yeah. And so that's the thing about the Dable hire. I like the Dable hire a lot. I just, now it's like, okay, you went about doing it wrong you know but on its surface when it happened i was like this is a good hire and i like yeah. the the staff that he's building there too um i know they just got the chiefs quarterback coach um kafka i believe his name is to be their offensive coordinator is what i want to say and kafka is really well respected and obviously did a lot with um with uh patrick mahomes right yeah no so he Kafka, the quarterback's coach, is there to be the offensive coordinator. I think that's a solid move. Um, Bull is a guy who I think calls plays extremely well. And I think he's gotten better and better as time goes on. He used to be kind of a uh, just kind of a running quarterback. I don't want to say a merchant, but that was kind of what he had to do. He's like, oh, really good at some of these running quarterback stuff, but he's almost like Greg Roman a little bit where it was like, he was really good with Hertz in Alabama, but like are some of the more advanced passing concepts going to get there for him. And then they did kind of get there for him. And then there was like, okay, can the bills have a, have a consistent running game. And that was something they kind of manufactured by the end of the year this year. So I, I like him as a hire. I don't know how long it'll take. Um, the average head coaching tenure is like 3.2 years. So, you probably got 3 years to do it. Yeah. You know. So, I would expect it in that time otherwise he's probably gone. So, 3 years is probably the timeline. Do you think do you graph. think he likes Daniel Jones? Yeah, I do cuz he's like a running quarterback. I mean, they, yeah. the the stuff that they designed for J- Josh Allen. I mean, Josh Allen was the most valuable part of valuable part of that Giants running game. Um and Daniel Jones has wheels. Oh yeah. Like Daniel Jones is one of the faster, better running quarterbacks in the league. But, it's weird to say. But when you, but you think it's about true.
1: Josh Allen running the football, it's a lot more coordinated and it's, is a, it? a, it's, a, it's you,
2: you think <laughs> so, but it's not like Daniel Jones is a really good runner. Like he's really saying, good I'm at not it.
1: saying he's a bad runner. I know he's a good runner and he's blazing fast. Um, for no reason, he doesn't even look that fast when he runs. Like, I'm not even trying to be yeah, like he pulls a dick, away from guys. He just
2: is kind of a I goofy. He looks like Jim Carrey, and he's there's he's this, faster than so I do Daniel think he Jones likes Daniel that do Jones. Not excite me, um, and I I think that there's there's bigger holes on that Giants roster than that Daniel Jones. I don't know, I don't know if Daniel Jones is ever actually that guy. I don't know if he's ever a top ten quarterback. Um, I think he might max out as as Ryan Tannehill in a very good situation, but. Yeah, I, I think that I think that they keep him for this year, um, and I think that Day-Bull can do some interesting things with with utilizing him in the running game. Uh, what do you guys? Yeah, any, any thoughts on Daybull? That's my that's my two cents. Or Daniel Jones or the Giants in general. How long you think it'll take? I, to turn I don't around? hate
3: the hire. I thought the Bills' offense was pretty good. Um, you know, it's kind of been like we said, clouded by all that, but I don't hate it. I, I it's always tough to know how those coordinators are going to do is like head coaches it's such right. it's not
2: the same thing play calling is not everyone gets so, so caught up in the play calling it's like oh what where do their offenses rank like are they good play callers and it's like for a head coach you have to be a good ceo and a good leader like that is what the the connections you make yeah. and how good you can teach and how and can you hire guys who can teach how good of a do, teacher do, do are you? Do the
1: players respect you, right? Like, yes,
2: because that, that's one of the that's one of the
1: big reasons why I think people like Bill Belichick so much. He's just like that's why Bill Belichick is such a good coach and why Bill Walsh was such a good coach is he was just like he commands he commands respect and not because he's a dick about it but because he just that kind of respect just gravitates towards him. He's just that kind of a guy.
2: Yeah, and there's there's bones you can pick with Bill Belichick from a, maybe a play calling or like. I'm sure he doesn't go for it on fourth down. Like he's not a hyper aggressive fourth down guy like that might optimize the offense. Like some, he's not like that or he, he, maybe Patriots fans will get frustrated with the play calling sometimes, but that's like what you see on Sundays is 100% of what the fans see, right? 100% of what the fans sees are the results on Sundays, but no one sees the teaching that goes on in the buildings six days of the week, you know? Mm-hmm. and and that's almost what matters more and it's why like you it's know it's just impossible with,
3: to guess with it's these it's guys. impossible
2: to guess and like you can watch some mic'd up moments and some interviews and like with McDaniels the coach in uh who who Las Vegas just hired another former Belichick guy you know he him pulling out on the on the Colts I didn't like and some of the mistakes he made in Denver were just like kind of silly and stupid although it's been a long time since he was in Denver it's like stuff like that it just concerns me more than, than even some play calling stuff, you know, and, and Dable from what I can gather, seems like a pretty level headed, good leader, I, I think, but yeah, I don't know. It's tough to know, but I, I would say three years, I'd expect the giants to be good in three years.
1: I do want to say it is a little disappointing
2: that Brian Flores doesn't have a job. It's extremely yeah. disappointing because, because Brian Flores is an amazing oh, head right. coach. And I, I think he's one of the best, like, defensive minds and football like when you watch the dolphins and their their whole front Bro, the is like de- moving the, around the, <laughs> and like that's the, i don't know the how defensive the how block shit like is, that yeah i don't know how they block it's it.
1: unmatched like i don't know yeah, what he's so, doing over there but it, it's incredible what he was doing yeah, flores there, really absolutely
2: incredible. is is one of the top 32 coaches in the yeah. in the league like oh my god of course so yeah top I don't 32 know. that's that's disrespect. I top oh, 10. yeah no he's he's top he's 10. a really he's, he's a really really good on. coach so yeah i don't that know that guy knows it's, what he's doing so it, it's he incredibly disappointing so it is, that he it wasn't is able sad to f- just i mean for a lot of reasons but for i mean one yeah. of the reasons is it's just we won't see those defenses anymore because he's not yeah. you sue the nfl because the <laughs> they're they're, they're,
1: just so, good. they're just so good they're so good but yeah, I mean,
2: I like Dable as a as a, as a candidate, but I love Flores too. And uh, yeah, the fact that he got fired from his job from the first place is is just bad. Mind-boggling. Just doing a really good job in Miami in the first place. So yeah. anyway, but Dable's also. Do good. we want to talk about
1: um, the Brady retirement? We haven't really gotten a chance to do that. I don't think there's anything. <laughs> He's gone. We really need I to don't say. know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like
3: we're kind of okay, behind so on that, and we are. What, we are. What's needed to be. Been- uh, what's needed to be said has been said i feel like
1: all right i guess that's fair
3: unless you uh, guys I, I did i, I just uh, I mean i i, I to say the only it.
1: thing i was going to say is i did finally come around on like he's the goat like i'm not going to push the manning narrative the anymore you're thinking
3: about jerry rice
1: he's and a co- uh, yeah yeah i'm goat of quarterbacks i'm not going to i'm not going to get into a discussion about who's the greatest football player now
3: he's 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 probably still the <laughs> goat, even including Jerry Rice. But it's just a tough comparison to make.
2: It is a tough yeah, comparison really to make. Is. I Jerry Rice's career is so far ahead of the others. Every at other his receiver, position. <laughs> even though the yeah. game
3: favors receivers now more than ever,
2: it makes no yeah. sense. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And
3: what about Moss? And he
2: played. No, he played for.
1: Tw- he played for twenty years.
2: Yeah, no. And it's it's and, Rice. And, and <laughs> Rice's career is is one of the more under like I, I, he is like the Gretzky of of football. Really is is Jerry Rice. So I would lean I Rice mean, as like the greatest. Football I mean Jerry player Rice ever,
1: playing but, for twenty years through the eighties and nineties. I feel like is significantly harder than playing for twenty years into the twenty first century. Am yeah, I wrong? For,
2: like, no, you're not <laughs> wrong at all. You're not wrong at all for thinking that. Yeah. No, he's radic- he's ridiculous. He's ridiculous. Um, I. I think like ranking quarterbacks top 10 all time is just kind of a silly exercise that just is no end because <laughs> it's yeah it's a subjective no will, ranking. No one I, will
1: ever agree because it's like, I would oh, rather what do you, just think
2: I would rather argue more funny things like AJ <laughs> Terrell or or give some other aspects of football some yes. some spotlight instead of arguing goat quarterback for the 80th straight year in a row you know so i <laughs> brady obviously an all-time legend one of the best athletes ever definitely and yeah. and definitely commands a lot of respect if you're like actively disrespecting brady you're wrong if you have like rogers or, or manning ahead of him all time i don't think it's like the worst take in the world but if you're like actively like taking away from brady for for checkdowns or think there is something he couldn't do on the football field you're just mistaken
1: yeah you know? that that's that's valid But I'm just like, this dude put together like an MVP caliber season at 44 fucking years old. (laughs) Like, I'm done. I'm done trying to like argue. But I think that pretty much wraps things up for us. As always, tons and tons of content coming your way on all platforms. We'll be back with a new episode, of course, Monday morning. Don't miss out. Um, I guess at that point, we will, because the Super Bowl still isn't until next week. So we'll have to figure out something to talk. Maybe we'll talk about the joke that is the Pro Bowl (laughs) Uh, but yeah as always don't miss out on all the great content coming your way from Corn Boy Bird Boy and Lemon Boy we will catch you all on the flippity flop